I'm Ashley Webster. I'm Kennedy. I'm Jason Chaffetz, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, June 1st, 2021. I'm Trey Inks. President Biden has called for a renewed investigation into the origins of COVID-19, more than a year after the initial outbreak began. What this administration seems to have done is basically delayed any actual review. Uh, You can say, as they have, we want this in 90 days, but by starting from scratch, you're pretty much ensuring you're not getting 90 days worth of analysis. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. Last week, President Biden released a statement saying he has asked the U.S. intelligence community for a follow-up probe into the origins of coronavirus. So far, two main scenarios have emerged, among others. One, the virus leaked from a lab in Wuhan, China. And two, that it transferred from animal to human at a wet market. The Chinese government is still limiting international access to Wuhan for an independent party to investigate the issue making probes much more difficult. Well, the Biden administration um, seems to have uh, quite the the uh, bodyguard of journalists um, who seem to be more intent on finding out the president's ice cream choices than his uh, views on the Chinese and COVID-19. For more on this story, this is Dean Chang, a senior research fellow at the Heritage Foundation. The administration shut down uh, an ongoing intelligence review uh, that was ordered, um, uh, initiated by Secretary of State Pompeo, um, and then turns around and says, oh, we should probably have an intelligence review, (laughs) Um, which anyone who works in D.C. knows that when you shut something down and then start it up again elsewhere, that's weeks, if not months, of bureaucratic reorganization, uh, signing people, etc. So um, what this administration seems to have done is basically delayed any actual review. Uh, You can say, as they have, we want this in 90 days, but by starting from scratch, you're pretty much ensuring you're not getting 90 days worth of analysis. Do we know the reason why they initially shut down this review from the Trump administration? Was this purely political or was there some sort of logistics based reason that the Biden administration said, oh, we don't need this review and we'll sort of get rid of it? Um, Judging from the uh, various executive orders and um, directives reversing pretty much anything and everything with Donald Trump's name on it, it is hard to conclude that it was anything other than uh, Donald Trump started it. Uh, We don't think we want to sustain that. And we know that there was an initial process, and President Biden has some information on the possibilities when it comes to where coronavirus started. What are the understandings right now? There are basically two main ideas out there about coronavirus. Uh, There's actually several different ideas. So um, the initial uh, argument was that it absolutely positively did not come from any lab. Uh, It uh, arose um, in a wet market. And that theory, while it's very, very weakened now, uh, has not been completely rejected. Uh, interestingly, the Chinese uh, consistently argued against it. Um, it does seem to have ties to um, some uh, naturally occurring viruses uh, occurring in bats in southern China, which begs the question, how did it come north? That was always the tie-in to the wet market was that people were eating the bats and they were being sold at the wet market. What has become um, 
much more uh, considered is that it escaped from a lab. It was not a bi- No one, as far as I know, is currently arguing uh, that it was a bioweapon that escaped. But there was apparently research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology into gain-of-function. Now, let me note here, I'm not a biogeneticist, uh, but my understanding of gain-of-function is where you manipulate the genetic material of a virus to make it do other things, including potentially become infectious to Uh, species that it normally would not. Uh, I think it's important to note here that the World Health Organization um, survey slash investigation, the one that the WHO Director General rejected, said, oh, and it could have come about from frozen food. Um, That one, I think, has has long been uh, the Chinese preferred argument. Uh, Interesting that the WHO investigating team said, oh, yes, that's plausible. But very, very few other people seem to. In terms of the information flow for the Chinese, where are they when it comes to blocking international access to investigate and and probe into the origins of COVID-19? I know initially they were not allowing international investigators and independent investigators, we should note, access to the virology lab where at least one of these theories is related to. Where does that stand now, and are the Chinese still trying to block the information about the origins of coronavirus? Uh, The Chinese are still blocking access. First off, um, it took a very long time before the WHO investigating team was allowed into China at all. Um, the uh, coverage of that suggests that they were never allowed a full, unfettered, open inspection of uh, the Wuhan, Wuhan Institute. Um, they met with the doctors there. A number of the uh, WHO team actually were fairly frustrated because they were basically said uh, they were stonewalled by the Chinese scientists. On the other hand, some of the uh, WHO team seemed um, to be perfectly all right with the level of cooperation they were getting from the Chinese. Um, it's important to note here that the Chinese uh, government apparently ordered the destruction of some of the earliest samples of the COVID-19 virus, Um, and this occurred uh, at this point about a year ago, um, which is difficult to imagine because the earlier the version, the closer it is to, in a sense, pure or unmutated. Uh, Having a pure version, a, a very early version, gives you a sense of how quickly it mutates, in what methods and ways does it change. So for them to destroy such samples, really, I would suggest, um, at a minimum, hobbles any uh, effort to cure it, but two, raises real questions about what in the world the Chinese government was thinking. You've been listening to Dean Chang, a senior research fellow at the Heritage Foundation. We'll be right back. How did these actions affect the relationship between Washington and Beijing? We talked before about the leverage the United States could have when trying to get answers about coronavirus and also dealing with other issues like trade and diplomatic relations and human rights. Where do we stand now in terms of the U.S. leverage against Beijing? And has this relationship drastically changed already during the Biden administration? Well, the... 
U.S. and China are arguably at one of the worst uh, states of relations since uh, the U.S. recognized China in 1979. Um, COVID certainly has played a huge role in that, um, but issues such as Taiwan, uh, human rights concerns about the Uyghurs, the Chinese crackdown on uh, Hong Kong have all fed into that. Um, the uh, administration, um, by rejecting a lot of the uh, Trump administration's moves, leaves itself open to accusations of, okay, now you're becoming soft on China. It's interesting that Anthony Blinken and others actually have come out and said, well, actually, maybe Trump got some things right, or the Trump administration got some things right. Um, so I think that uh, we're still feeling our way forward here. Um, I will note that with regards to broader health issues, uh, the Biden administration deciding to renew funding for WHO, re you know, rejoin WHO, really has removed any leverage that the U.S. has over the World Health Organization. Um, and to the point where the WHO once again has made very clear, for example, to Taiwan, you are not welcome to participate in any of WHO's events and conferences and most important information sharing, even though they were among the first to warn the world about China's bad behavior regarding COVID. Always appreciate your analysis and insight, especially on this issue. A senior fellow at the Heritage Foundation, Dean Chang. Dean, thank you. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in freefall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.